Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings, Cool Boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm Ballard. And I'm Steve. Uh, So cool. Tonight's episode is Night of the Ninja, directed by Kevin Altieri, a staple of the show, right, Steve? Mm-hmm. And written by Steve Perry. Hey, do you think it's the Steve Perry of Journey? I didn't think that. You don't I didn't think it could be. It could be. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Your mind looks like it's blown. Oh. This came out on October 26, 1992. And the villain of this episode is Kyodai Ken. Wikipedia says a mysterious ninja is robbing Wayne Enterprises subsidiaries, and Batman discovers that the ninja is actually his equal in combat. <gasps> a grudge against Bruce Wayne and skills to match him can only mean one person. Who is it, Steve? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Kyodai Ken! <laughs> An old rival of Wayne's teacher. I guess his teacher was like sensei. I don't think he had a name. His teacher was uh, this old man Asian stereotype. They, they said sensei at some point, but well, yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah. You hit it on the head, straight out of Gremlins. <laughs> Kyoto Ken, an old rival of Wayne's teacher from his days in Japan. Feudal Japan, perhaps? It kind of looked like it. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> How old was yeah. it? It did a little. And who was thrown out of the dojo after attempting to rob it? Yeah, he was going to take one of the swords. Only to be stopped by Wayne. Ken, it turns out, wants revenge. He's waited 20 years for his revenge. Just like Laurie Strode's times two. Mm -hmm. Right? Because she waited 20 years for H2O. That came out in like 98. And then she waited another 20 years. For the new Halloween that comes out in 2018. I had no idea what you were talking about until you... Woo-woo! Halloween podcast. Michael Myers. Uh, okay. I love ninjas. Ninjas are so cool. This was a fun one. You know, I, 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 I think anytime you get a little bit of backstory on Batman and seeing him be kind of weak and like seeing that he had somebody that was better than him I, I think is super cool yes um, this episode reminded me that I watched another series that reminded me of this episode what's that Samurai Jack oh, so yeah. when I was watching Samurai Jack it immediately reminded me of this episode of Batman the Animated Series and re-watching it this time I immediately thought of Samurai Jack reminding me of this episode <laughs> Because Samurai Jack's, um, what, its first four episodes are uh, uh, essentially a movie, but the very first episode 
the first 20 minutes of that movie has a very similar like aesthetic and themes to kind of like what Batman does if, with his training. Um, in general, I mean, not in this this episode specifically, but in the origin of the character of Batman, Bruce Wayne's origin into Batman, he does a lot of what Samurai Jack does, and I find that I like that oh, dichotomy like, between the two characters. The and gets trained, learning by... everything. Yeah, gets trained by like so many different cultures and uh-huh. educated by so many different like you know scholars, so that you have like yeah this worldly view and and that you have the the ability to kind of battle anything and fight any type of crime because you can understand all of the different types of crimes. I mean, we, we'll get into that even more mystic stuff later with stuff like Zantana. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, th- I think that that's episode. another episode that, that kind of tries to link his past. It, it links it to this episode? You know, they, they, I think he mentions in that one that he that – I think that one's supposed to take place before he goes to Japan. So he's like talking about how he's going to go to Japan. Oh, when he's okay. So when he's like being a protege or an apprentice or uh-huh. whatever his apprenticeship is, it being a magician. It's like you know, he, he's, he's like has this, like you were saying, well, he has this plan of traveling the world and meeting all these different, I guess, uh, masters and and whatever art. The in this one though, it was kind of funny. They don't explain how he finds this amazing ninja guru and why he's given so much respect. Like, why does this? Uh, I, I would kind of also be like this rich man, white guys come over to to us to learn and and whatnot. But uh, the the ninja guru, guru is uh, definitely giving him a lot of respect, and I guess he deserves it because he becomes Batman. Yeah, it's true. Um, I wonder if so. A few episodes ago, we talked about in Robin's Reckoning, I think part two, and maybe briefly in part one, how that. They wish Paul Denny and Bruce Tim wish they could have shown more of Robin's growth uh, from Dick Grayson to Boy Wonder, um, and I almost wonder, Steve, if they have the exact same sentiment here with Bruce, where if they had the time and they could have expanded upon it, would they have shown more of his training when he did go try, you know, martial arts or when he learned, you know all kinds of different like stuff. I mean, he learned fencing. He's clearly a master of fencing. Um, he's, he, he's, he's, he learns different crafts and, you know, and he educates himself in so many different ways. Um, I wonder if they would have elaborated more on that because there's definitely like clues to that and not to go back to it. I think it was, I forget the Ra's al Ghul episode is called, I think it's demon night or something to that effect or night of the demon. Um, but that, uh, episode, like the it shows how Bruce is like a swordsman and like he fights like Raish that way. Yeah, you know I think that uh, that I would think they would want to have explored. Uh, Demon's Quest. To. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Demon's Quest. But yeah, I like how in this episode, uh, the ninja star is like the trigger. So you don't really know that this episode's going to be a flashback episode. It just kind of starts off as kind of a standard thing. The ninja almost when when it starts off, the ninja is kind of acting like Batman. He, he's hidden in the shadows. And, oh, for sure. Uh, he's hiding like Batman, and then suddenly, you know, it's just that ninja star that triggers this whole thing. It's a good little monochromatic flashback. They're yeah, quick. yeah, we get a sepia tone flashback to Japan, feudal Japan. Yeah, I do like how Bruce is very whiny, you know, as a young. He's like he can't take a loss. He, I guess it's they're kind of trying to match him towards Robin, and I think they also are trying to show what you were mentioning earlier. Instead of showing Robin 
as like the boy wonder they're kind of showing him kind of separate more he's like there, there's these issues that he's having with with bruce with robin's oh, reckoning sure. you know they had that whole stuff where he's doesn't trust bruce and bruce is acting out on his own and he's upset that he's trying to solve the murder of robin's parents without him and in this one yeah he's conflicting with him where he's trying to show uh you know just that he he can do it on his own he doesn't trust robin again basically it's a whole issue of trust and then robin goes and saves the day and he still doesn't even thank him uh, I did think it was kind of interesting when they were showing them spar that Batman or Bruce was wearing a black belt and Robin was wearing a green belt. And I looked that up. I would think that maybe green would have been higher, but the standard color system, it says that's white, yellow, gold, orange, green. Then there's blue, purple, brown, red, and black. So they're, they're basically show, saying that he's like, you know, four levels, five levels behind Bruce he's shit that's that's a lot I felt like Robin is more skilled than that for whatever reason I've always felt that Robin was more badass than like uh, a yes green belt yeah I think that I, I did not know that Steve that is pretty funny because I, I would have not have thought that Robin was so far behind <laughs> I mean he stands up to this ninja but he loses easily well, he, he he's kind of bested, but he's also he's able to fight him. I, you know, I, I was surprised when I looked up what what a green belt was in the standard system. That's just the whatever the Wikipedia color system. <laughs> Wikipedia says I I do think that the that that's probably a a standard color system. But my understanding is that most uh, dojos or whatever martial arts houses, whatever they want to call them, training centers. They have sometimes their own um, variations on that. Mm -hmm. This is from the World Martial Arts Center. So maybe Bruce has his own, and green is right below black <laughs> in his world. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's a possibility. I doubt it. I think he's just another slight at Robin. He's just never good enough. But Robin's probably been trying for so long to get his uh, blue belt. and <laughs> You won't give it to him. Bruce is just like, never. you're never good enough. You suck. You gotta work on your guard. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe it's definitely established earlier in Robin's Reckoning, as you pointed out, Steve, um, that there is a schism developing and growing. That the protege mentor relationship is changing. Uh, that the protege no longer sees himself, um, you know, below the mentor, even if he is below the mentor um, skill wise. He is growing beyond that, and we are seeing this throughout this series i guess yeah that i i never really put that together until right now that that was kind of an arc of the series is that we're watching the beginning of nightwing i obviously it's obvious he becomes nightwing because season three he's nightwing and tim drake is the oh, new yeah. robin there's definitely a period where they're like not talking i think i i you know what's funny so if you've made this show today same you know cast crew everything you know you get the same heads of uh, of the departments and you get the same executives that are approving and greenlighting everything you would have a much more serialized version we would have had the young robin flashbacks that would have kind of de mm -hmm. developed the character more we would have had the more samurai jack you know um developed esque origin to bruce as well that would probably have been 
at times juxtaposed against Robin's. Um, there could have been great episodes that way. It, it would definitely have been way more serialized today than it would be then. I mean, obviously in the 90s, it's more of a series. It's definitely not a serial. It, I mean, they, they do connect at, to, at times, but episodes rarely have more than just a part one and a part two. Yeah, I mean, there's an ongoing continuity, and I think that that's what they do well, and they kind of develop in, throughout this sort of universe. Yeah, as we pointed out earlier, or as I, I would like to say you and Felk pointed out earlier, uh, earlier episodes, I was trying to find continuity in when people were arrested and put in Arkham and when they're put in, you know, Yeah, I don't Stonegate. think that they follow it that closely. Well, that's funny you say that because the next episode, we get into this in the next episode, Cat Scratch Fever, it's literally Selena Kyle's storyline picking up from Cat in the Claw Part 2. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they do at times, they will acknowledge they, Oh, they acknowledge storylines, but I don't think that's remembering who's in Arkham last. Or, and, and so, like, each episode kind of takes place in its own sort of, you know, somewhat time frame, just like that so that episode takes place after a trial and all that you know sometimes a trial is a number of years and whatnot oh yeah you know? which i actually liked that about that by the way i thought that was interesting and i kind of thought of that I was like oh yeah it would take a while to get to this point in the trial um but we just did watch in the, the laughing fish the last episode uh when we talked about that last week it was um you know joker died and if i'm not mistaken next week joker's in that episode so it's like well are they going to acknowledge that how, how did he get away or like you know is anyone going to say anything like hey Joker's alive? No, he just nobody has an says anything. Machine, you know, they, yeah. nobody says anything. No one mentions anything about that's Joker was potentially dead at some point. Batman didn't believe he actually died, so he was like, ah, I don't think so. He made it. He, he's alive. He's alive. Two weeks from now, and we know that he survives all the way to Batman and beyond. All right. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert. I yeah. <laughs> I I I do I do like uh, uh, this episode. I like that we have a cliffhanger act break up on the roofs. A Steve sponsored cliffhanger act break. And Steve, this cliffhanger act break is decapitation. Is Batman gonna get decapitated or not? Who knows? Do you think it's really gonna happen? No, but then Robin saved him. And he still doesn't thank Robin. Whatever. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't thank him. He's like, whatever. Whatever whatever. You shouldn't be here, dick. You know? And then uh but yeah, you're right. And then and then something you mentioned earlier we did just see not too long ago is that Dick's so pissed about Bruce. <laughs> he goes to Alfred and they just start talking mad shit about mm -hmm. Bruce in the kitchen. They're just gossiping. And then they turn around. Yeah, there's gossiping. And they turn around and what? Oof. Bruce is right there listening Classic. the whole fucking time. I was just waiting for some sort of like cut to an interview, you know, and have Bruce be like, I was really upset when they were talking about it. It really upset <laughs> me. Suddenly it's like real housewives or some bullshit, you know? When I walked in on Alfie and Dickie talking about me, mm -hmm. it's just not cool. I'm going through a lot of things right now. You know, whatever. You um, understand. Everything's reminding me of my time in Japan. Uh, everything's yeah. like oh. monochromatic memories. Every, yeah, really. Yeah. Anybody says anything like, "You want to get some sushi, Bruce?" No. <laughs> you know, it freaks out. That cook reminds me of the of the tattoo of that ninja back. You know, this episode uh, we're watching right now. We're watching something kind of really fucked up. Um, we're watching. Uh, Another cliffhanger act break. 
It's called getting Cosby this time. That's when you get knocked out and taken advantage of. The two that people that were getting knocked out were uh, Bruce Wayne and Summer Gleason, and the person taking advantage of them it was Kyo Dai Ken. So it's interesting, though, is that we do get a setup right before that. This is kind of a pseudo-spotlight episode on Summer Gleason. Like, we never get a full Summer Gleason episode. This is, like, our closest thing to that. Yep, she's definitely taken uh, a higher, uh, more of a role than just exposition. Absolutely. Yeah, she's actually involved in the story. I think the last time we saw her get involved in the plot, anything like this, was uh, Christmas with the Joker when she was up on stage when Joker kidnapped her. But this is much more in-depth because Bruce's identity is at stake. If he he fights Kyoto Ken captured with Summer – then he can give away he's Batman to her. And she's the fucking reporter who's like, at this point in the episode, and this point in the show too, she is desperate for a story. And she is following Bruce everywhere to find that story, and that's how she gets kidnapped. Yeah, they definitely have her uh, seem to be like an investigative journalist in this episode where uh, he that is the worry that you just said, that like when they do get kidnapped and he has the chance to fight Kyoto and she's watching that he ha- basically just has to get beat up because he's afraid to show off that he's a badass. But I don't really understand. Like, so I don't what? get that either. You know, like he's rich and he and he got some yeah. training and he's so and he's a badass fighter. It doesn't mean that like it just it's absolutely so weird. Okay, think of it this way, right? If you if you got kidnapped accidentally with Richard Branson and he just started like kicking ass and like taking out like the kidnappers, would you be like? Is he Batman? Or would you just be like, Richard Branson is a badass? You'd be like, Richard Branson's a badass. At least that's how I see it. And I'm sure you see it the same way. I think you're just probably too busy taking a deep sip of water right now in the middle of <laughs> I agree. Well, Bruce won't have to worry too long because Robin is renegating it again on his motorcycle. Woo! Tearing up the streets of Gotham. Except we actually don't see him tear up any streets of Gotham in this. He's already on foot walking away from his bike the next time we see him. And they're fighting on the rooftops. Yeah. Great save by Robin after that water tower crash, huh? (laughs) He somehow makes it into that window ledge. (laughs) This is very clearly like a Wayne Vendetta. It starts off with Wayne Cosmetics. Oh, really? See, I didn't read it that way. Oh, yeah, it starts off where the ninja is specifically boosting all of Bruce Wayne's places. That's why he's like, this is the seventh place that's gotten hit. and it's. I saw it as like a revenge story. Well, that's what – I think that she's like – that's what she's investigating. Like there must be some sort of connection. But then in the end, he's like, no, I just want to steal all his money. He's trying to get all his bank account information and take all his money. Yeah, I guess that's revenge, but, you know, it's not like he was trying to – I don't know. That's what it seemed like to me at least. Yeah. Well, I mean, it definitely gives reason for Summer's character. I mean, absolutely, for sure. And then, well, so then Robin, you know, hops inside the uh, the, the office building or what? whatever the fuck this place is, some random latex, mm-hmm. like, factory, and uh, he suffocates Summer by 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 – Knocking over a whole roll of latex that probably weighed a couple hundred like pounds over her. How how can she breathe? I thought it was carpet. You took it. Oh, was latex? it carpet? 
Is it carpet? Yeah. I, uh, I think it's like a roll of carpet. Do we ever see like the name of the uh, of the? I, I guess we do see Robin. I, I'm seeing Robin right now. Actually, he does ride his motorcycle. We see it. And he says, "This is my but, bat cycle." Yeah, but we, do we ever get a name of what this factory is? Yeah, yeah. Is it carpet? Is it just rolls of latex? What the fuck is it? It's just like an upholstery store. You know why we never see it? Because they got Cosby. That's why. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's Wayne Enterprises storage. That's that. That's what's like a just, giant storage facility. They're just storing a bunch of it, whatever Wayne Enterprises shit they needed to do there. I guess. Okay. That's all that is. Well, yeah, I it practically would have crushed Summer, killed her, suffocated her, or something. She screams. You know, who turned off the lights or some shit. But she never says anything she can't hear. And then Bruce tells her after, you know, all is said and done. This is, I wrote down what he said. Batman arrived and took care of the ninja. That's true enough. That's what he tells Robin when Robin asks him, what would you tell Summer? Batman arrived and took care of the ninja. That's true enough. Um, well, it's true no enough. No acknowledgement whatsoever of Robin's help. <laughs> he doesn't say no, Batman and does. Robin arrived. <laughs> I think no, he, he does say thank you at the very end. He tells Robin, like, thanks for your yeah. help. But, Steve, when he's telling Summer who saved the day, who's the person who's going to go report on the news, Batman that arrived and You're took care point. of the ninja. Very good point. Not Batman and Robin arrived <laughs> and took care of the ninja. Yeah. And, Ro- and, and he would never have been able to do well, it if it were for Robin. He proud of himself for finally beating up the ninja. You know, that was like. So he just lies. I think it was like this This was haunting him. Like, he can never He's beat him. He's a fucking him. asshole. He's an asshole. You're right. He is an asshole. But I, I think that it was like, he was like, Batman kicked his ass. Yeah, I deserve the credit. I'm the one who actually beat him. <laughs> Fuck that kid. Mm-hmm. He's just a green belt. Yeah, he, yeah. What, he, what can he do? Fucking loser. Alrighty. Well, Steve, I give this one four and a half out of five boys. Wow. Do tell. I am um, I, I you know, I really liked it. I, I like ninjas. Um I think ninjas are cool. This is like, you know, back in the early nineties, which was practically still the late eighties. And ninjas were the were the shit then. Ninja turtles. And, ninja turtles. Uh that's about all I can think the, of. Did you see like the ones with the young kids who were uh ninjas? What was that one? Oh, three ninjas. Three ninjas, yeah. Yeah, three ninjas was awesome. Oh my god, Tum Tum. I was Tum Tum. <laughs> yeah, that was my jam. Then there was Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, martial arts was a bit was a big deal in the eighties for sure, and mostly because of Karate Kid. I mean, everyone was doing the crane kick, right? Mm-hmm. The crane kick. I like how uh, Robin gives it the thumbs up, and Batman's then ready to kick some ass, or Bruce is ready to kick some ass. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, I set you up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, and then I would have to say I like the story. I like the flashback. I love seeing Bruce's, you know, origins. And since we'll never really see, like, his parents get gunned down, right? We never actually see that. We'll only see that in dream sequences and hallucinations and thoughts or whatever. Um, but what we, what I like to see is just – what is young Bruce doing to like prepare for Batman? And mm-hmm. we got to see that finally. That was this is the first time we got to see a real young Bruce Wayne, not just a younger Bruce Wayne taking care of young Dick Grayson, but like a young Bruce Wayne, an actual like teenager. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Because when yeah, when they showed him taking care of Dick, he was already like Batman. I would probably give this one five out of five. I think. 
I, I, I like the, the same thing. I think basically for the same reasons. The mythos, it definitely develops. Uh, and it, and it, I like that it's starting to show the cracks of Batman and Robin. And it, it's like developing the fact that, uh, you know, this the training that's needed to be a good superhero. And is yeah is Batman giving that to Robin? Who knows? Yeah, but uh, I, I think it, one of the things I thought that was funny that though was the very end of the episode was that they were both like in these really sort of rich guy white guy robes when they were eating their breakfast. Mm. The, they were very silly. That was a good looking breakfast. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I thought it was good. I thought that uh, they just uh, it touched on a lot of uh, different themes. And having Batman have some fear, which they usually don't show. You know, he wasn't sure if he could actually beat this guy because he kept beating him when he was a kid. So I thought that was cool. And, and you're right, ninjas are always fun. He finally did it. He finally proved he could beat the bad boy. With the help of Robin. Yeah. Um. I, I, I only give it, you know, half a boy, less than five out of five boys, giving it this, like I said, 4.5 out of five boys. The only reason I'm doing that, I just really wish they cast a white guy as the ninja. And, you know, <laughs> it, it, having him be Asian just did not feel authentic. Yeah. Um, you need to be white if you're going to be a ninja. American ninja. Good point. That'd be funny. Like, you're just like, oh, I'm serious. Like, you know, <laughs> not really, man. Like, if they could just cast a white dude as a fucking ninja, I would have believed it. But Asian dude, give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Batman and beyond. Great bat stuff, Steve. <laughs> we'll see if that makes the episode. Cool Boy Nation, tune in next week. Same cool bat time, same cool bat channel. Cool Boy Bat Nation, be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of Night of the Ninja. Or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at batman and beyond coolboys at gmail.com new episodes come out every tuesday also please check out our other great cool boy central content with the cool boys podcast on itunes soundcloud google play and patreon be sure to like and subscribe to the cool boys also review us on itunes you can donate to us on patreon it only costs a buck and you will receive special access to content too hot to air you can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Bat Nation. Until next time, it's Biases from Bat Ballard. And that's Biases from Bat Steve. So cool. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond. Oh, 